Listener Production. Why did our market's winning streak come to an end today? And why did AMP fall most on the ASX 200 today? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday, the 5th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura, welcome back. Stevie, you did a phenomenal job yesterday without me here. You did it all on your own and it sounded so good. Maybe I should just take every day off. It just was not the same not having you here. It just felt like I was talking to myself. Well, you do talk to yourself quite often. I so do, it's but, nothing too odd But there. that's private. I don't want everyone to know <laughs> that I talk to myself, Laura. So it's that's good to have true. you back anyway. I'm excited to be back. And unfortunately, you've come back on a day where we've ended a winning streak. We Yesterday, have. we had a pretty good day after we the did. Reserve Bank kept rates on I hold. On t- at 2.30, I was watching it. Don't you worry. I was like, jaw dropped. Good to see that um, you're still watching markets, even when you're not in the office as well. Of but course. that winning streak has come to an end. You had some data out of China, which seemed to play a little bit of a part on that and weighed on the market over the course of the afternoon. Yeah, it was actually the China services data. So on Monday, we got manufacturing data. Mm-hmm. Today was services data. It missed expectations. So we saw the Purchasing Managers Index fall to 53.9 in June from 57.1 in May. Now, the expectation was for it to be a much smaller drop this month. So China hasn't really had a very good recovery since coming out of uh, COVID lockdowns. And this is quite concerning globally. And this is not typically the the type of data that really moves markets. But I think the fact that it's missed by such a margin and then also just adds to a lot of the the disappointing stuff, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Our largest trading partner, second largest economy, buy about a third of everything we buy, half of the world's commodities, Mm -hmm. 70% of the world's iron ore. So it's super important, you know, how it's doing and Mm -hmm. because that has an impact on not only the mining sector here, but just broadly what we saw across the market. That's exactly what we saw today. So the market started lower, but it went even steeper um, throughout the day. Also, just to mention that US markets were shut last night for the Independence Day holiday, the 4th of July. I was actually in Hawaii for one of the 4th of July. Not yesterday. Oh, okay, right. (laughs) I wish it was yesterday. Mm. For one of the 4th of Julys and I got to see everyone celebrating. It's like a really big celebration over there. It would be a really big celebration. You've got Bastille Day coming up as well in France in a couple of weeks' time. There's holidays (laughs) everywhere, isn't there? Yeah, not here though. Um, So we didn't have the lead from US markets overnight, which was the point I was getting to. Exactly. And we also didn't get much direction from Europe either. Because generally when the US is closed, we look to Europe to give us a bit of a lead in. Mm. Barely any movement there, very light volumes. And Mm. it could be the case for the next couple of days, markets might be a little choppy and directionless because... The key event of the week yet to come on Friday on jobs Mm -hmm. and that could play in the US Mm -hmm. and this could play a part in what happens to interest rates in America in three weeks time. So if we look at the Aussie market today, we fell by 26 points or a third of 1% to 7,253. Yep, we put an end to that three-day winning streak, which is really quite sad. You know, I don't like it when, when when we post losses. If we look at sectors today, though, we saw nine of 11 sectors falling. So the bulk of them Financials weighed most today after lifting over 1% yesterday on the back of that interest rate hold. Uh, We saw the major banks really leading the financial sector down, down between half a percent to 1%. ANZ did worst. Energy and healthcare stocks, not so good either. On the other hand, telecommunications, that was the best sector throughout the whole session today, actually. And with that boost in the telecom sector, that was mainly attributed to Telstra and Seek, who got some target price raises today. 
The other sector to rise was utilities. And they're both considered to be more defensive in nature as well. Mm -hmm. So markets kind of retreated and weren't overly optimistic today. So as you said, all other nine of 11 sectors um, went backwards. There was a lot of company news around as well, maybe not really at the big end of town, but we had some interesting stuff regardless. Oh, look, uh, it was less on the interesting side today. We definitely have some days that are more interesting. We do. But it, there's company news nonetheless. It depends what you're interested in, Laura. It does. Because I found today kind of interesting. Oh, pa- did you? Patriot Battery Metals. I've definitely never spoken about this stock. Two and a half percent higher today. It was up 10% a bit earlier and it highlighted some encouraging results from the latest lithium exploration drilling that it's doing in Quebec, uh, Canada. So it did much better than its larger lithium uh, peers like Pilbara and also Orkham. AMP was another one on my radar. The wealth management company, it actually fell most on the ASX 200 today, down in the order of around 6% after announcing a warning that it could be faced with a large legal bill from a class action it was filed back in 2020 relating to a policy change. Mm-hmm. Today, the court ruled in favour of the claims made against AMP, acknowledging the losses of almost $1 million. AMP said they'll be reviewing the judgment in court and will reply in due course. And look, in the first hour of trade, AMP shares were actually in a trading halt ahead of this. So markets were thinking, what could this be about? And then 10.48 a.m. Sydney time came out with an announcement. But we also had some other news. Bellevue Gold, a, obviously a gold producer. be surprising if they did anything else. Uh, 4% higher today. It was one of the better performers. The news it came out with was that it's going to actually manage to generate cash a little earlier than anticipated from a mine in WA. So what it's done, it's reached an agreement with another gold miner, Genesis Minerals, which will take care of the processing of gold at its facilities. It's building its own processing facilities, but it's going to take, you know, be later this year where we'll get that up and running. So in the December quarter, so now it's going to be earlier in the September quarter. Yep. So this was seemed to be celebrated by the market today. Just while we're on the topic of miners, we saw a number of other smaller miners and energy stocks doing well today. They topped the winners list on the all odds, so the top 500 stocks on the ASX after providing some positive updates. So we saw Dreadnought Resources was up 11.5% after announcing a mineral resource boost of 40%. We saw Lindian Resources up 13.3% and Melbana Energy was another one up 5.8% after oil production results. So uh, good stuff in the mining space today as well, but with those smaller companies. And infant formula group Bubs Australia um, did really well on the ore lords. It rose 18.5%. So two things that might be interesting to some people. The first is that it's providing a strategy review to investors tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Sydney time. So you Mm. can actually follow that via webcast online. So that might be interesting if you hold shares in bubs. But it also comes a day after fruit and veggie grower Costa came out and essentially confirmed it's received a takeover offer from a, a group of investors over in the United States. So other stocks in that food sector did well. A2 Milk, Ingham's, Bigger Cheese, you know, also rose perhaps on that uh, that activity. We also heard from Australian building services provider, John's Ling Group. That was on my radar today. Interesting stuff happening here, Stevie. Now, now you've caught me out saying I don't think it's interesting. It is interesting, but we just have more interesting days, that's all. Um, so it went into a trading halt this morning and remained there throughout the day after announcing it will buy two companies to add to its growing property portfolio. Uh, they signed agreements to buy 100% of Smoke Alarms Australia, 70% of Link Fire Holdings for a total consideration of around $62 million up front, plus an aggregate earnout of up to $17 roughly million. 
Basically, it's a future compensation if the business achieves certain financial goals. In this instance, it's going to be linked to the company's 2024 financial year earnings. And they said they'll fund the deal with $65 million institutional offer. And let's look forward. There's a few things to watch in the the coming uh, nights. One of the big ones is that the US market's back online. Yes. So Independence Day holiday yesterday, of course, normal trading again later on this evening. So that Mm -hmm. will give us something to look at tomorrow morning when we come back online. and Hopefully something good so our market lives, it, hopefully. We'll see. And quite a bit of, of data out as well uh, later on this evening. Yeah, we have the minutes from the last meeting by the Federal Reserve, so we'll be looking through that with a, with a fine-tooth comb. And that's the meeting where the Fed actually decided to keep rates on hold. Exactly. So it could be First time in 11 meetings they that's kept right. on hold. So that's going to be an interesting one, especially that we're three weeks out now from the next meeting, so it could mm-hmm. give us hints of what's ahead. I think it's a uh, 26. 26th. Yeah, yep. 26. So the US, the Fed holds meetings generally over two days, which is yes. kind of different to us. 25th and 26th. Yeah, where we've got just one day. Um, so the 26th is the day where it makes a decision. There'll be some other data as well on factory orders. Yeah, for the month of May. And some figures on the services sector in the UK, in the Eurozone. So that's going to get some attention at least. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. we have international trade for the month of May. Yep. So this gives us an idea if there's a trade surplus, if we're selling more overseas and we're actually bringing in. So this receives a bit of attention. It's really not a share market moving event typically, but it still gets a bit of attention, especially from economists, maybe, and and nerds as well. (laughs) Chuck them in there. I also noticed no stocks are trading ex-dividend tomorrow, which is an interesting one. So we have nothing to sort of weigh on our markets for that reason in particular. But we have lab testing specialist ALS Limited paying its dividend of 19.4 cents per share yes. to so, eligible shareholders. Exactly. So tomorrow there's really not much as far as company Economy. news that's, that's scheduled at least to mm-hmm. really move markets in a significant mm-hmm. way. So we'll probably be looking to the US to see you know, what happened mm-hmm. there and perhaps looking forward as well, as I said, to exactly. Friday night when we get those all important job numbers in the United States. Super important for rates. Very important. Super important for what happens to markets as well. Absolutely. And that will drive what we see in our markets on Monday. Welcome back again, Laura. Thank you, Great to have you back. Glad to be here. Do it again tomorrow. Let's do this tomorrow. Have a great night, everyone. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.